0: Thank you so much. Uh, It's truly a privilege and honor to be here for Lori and I to share in this time, and we've been so blessed already um, since getting here yesterday afternoon. And what my passion is, is to create a a space for people to experience God's peace and rest, but also to hear His still small voice in their life and their circumstances in a very personal, very profound way. So in this next few minutes and then later tonight, we're going to have some fun together, but we're also going to create some time that you can just sort of listen for Him on one or two things that maybe He's really impressing on you uh, during our time here at Generous Giving. So I'd like to open with one called Viva La Joy, and it's from my my latest album called A Thousand Years, um, which is out of Psalm 90, verse 4, about how a thousand years is like a day or a watch in the night to God. And uh, Viva La Joy is expressing a psalm that I'm going to put up on the screen for us to, to look at. It's Psalm 16. 11 Where David wrote, You make known to me the path of life. You'll fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So, as I play this, I just want you to meditate on this verse and on this image, and I'll be back with you in a few minutes. Here's Viva la Joy. <clears throat> This uh, picture is up on a ridge in the state of Vermont um, where I've recorded my last four albums with a man named Will Ackerman who founded Windham Hill Records and produced George Winston and has a studio up in Vermont. And I had known about the swing for several years and it was about a year ago, it was in April, I was there and I took a hike on Palm Sunday. I was up during the Palm Sunday weekend and we took Sunday off and I went up and um, on the second. Take with a timer on a camera, this happened um, by myself, just me and God. And it's such a redemptive story and picture because you hear my background and it's just not a makeup for joy. Uh, chemistry, MBA, financial planning. I'm truly, a, uh, it's, it's a God story because I, my mom was an art major and taught preschool to three-year-olds. And my dad was a PhD chemist and researched nylon for his entire career. And I'm the the confliction of art and science. Um, So thanks to my mom and dad. And it was middle school when I wanted to quit because I was playing basketball and baseball, thought piano was sissy for a boy. Um, But they got me over the hump um, to, to keep taking lessons. And what happened was if you had stopped by our house when I was in about the eighth or ninth grade, this is what you might've heard. That's, that's a little bit of the classical training, you know, 12 years of piano lessons and such. And I, it just struck me that that's, uh, Scott Joplin was probably played here at the Broadmoor back in the 20s. Um, what, wouldn't that have been neat to hear that on a piano here back when this was a new hotel? Um, but what happened was I, with that training, I, I write music by ear. I started at age 14 and started writing a lot of songs. But um, 12 years ago, in May of 2000, After a a real period of surrender and growing in surrender in the 1990s, um, God made it really clear that I was to take Scripture and create instrumental music to bring peace to the soul. And initially it was for my walk with Him, just to be closer to Him, but people began to hear it and I began to share it at church as an offertory and a CD happened and then another one and another one. I had three while I was a financial planner. Um, And this verse is very special to me. I want to show you how the Scripture can become a melody. If We'll look at Philippians 4, where it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the next verse is so profound that then the peace of God, or and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So I took the first part of that verse. Do not be anxious about anything. Do not be anxious about anything. I'd like to do now is just take a a couple of minutes together and do a a creative exercise that hopefully will leave a a spiritual mark with you, um, because we all have one or two creative gifts, and God might have inspired a creative idea even while you're here during this time. So if I could randomly have just a few people give me me one word or two words, they can be spiritual, but they don't have to be. It could be flowers or… but just… if I could just have a word from about two or three people and just, um, call something out to me and I want to make up a melody from these words and I want it to inspire you to remember to be creative and to nurture your creativity in your life. So call them out for me and here we go. Grace. grace. And... Surrender. Surrender. Okay. Grace and surrender. God is love. Okay. We'll go. Grace, surrender. God is love. We'll go with that. Okay. Um, grace, surrender. God is love. If I forget, somebody help me. Grace, surrender, God is love. Um, If it was all in middle C, it would sound like this. Grace, surrender, God is love. Which no good song is all in middle C. Um, So I'm not gonna promise a great melody here, but just to give you an idea. So grace, surrender, God is love. Okay, grace, I might turn grace into two syllables. So, grace, grace, grace. Let's surrender, okay? Surrender. Grace, grace. Surrender. God is love. You hear that? So, listen for grace. Surrender. God is love, okay? And when I add the left hand, it gets a little more interesting. So here we go. be creative and nurture that in your life, um, whatever God might inspire you to do. Well this next piece, uh, to to close this time, is uh, very special to me. Uh, There's a story that happened after the album last June. um, I was invited to go to Toronto and be on television in Canada. It was my first time ever to go out of the United States with music to light the world. So I was really excited and it was going to reach a lot of people in Canada for the first time. And on Saturday, when I was going to check in for my flight, I got the prompting because I was flying out Sunday afternoon and going to be on this show on Monday and come back Monday night, Atlanta to Toronto. When I went to just check on in, it said, just enter your passport number. It was like, oh, well, it's just across from Niagara Falls, you know, it's close to the United States. But I said, honey, um, you're not going to believe this. Uh, The passport's in the credit union the deposit box and they just asked me for it on Delta. And, um, and we just really went, oh my goodness, you know, this is like this incredible thing that's happened. And I said, I've, I've got to try. I've got to see what I can do. And I, thankfully, I had a photocopy of it at home from a trip a few years earlier. We just kept a photocopy. I had the birth certificate copy for my son that said his dad was born in the United States. Um, so I took all this paperwork with me and apologetically <laughs> went to the transit, you know, the security in Atlanta And this young guy looked at it all, and I I was so apologetic. And he said, okay, you can go on through. And then I got to the gate, and I was so apologetic to the lady that I started to come around, and she said, get behind the podium, sir. I was like, okay. And she's typing away and typing away and said, you may may board the plane. And this happened seven times, going up to, to Canada and back. You're supposed to have a passport. It's not supposed to happen, but... I kept apologizing and asking forgiveness, and the people in Canada thought I was really strange, um, this American. But um, that was a God story of provision that I wasn't looking for. I hadn't planned that one. You think about food and shelter and the contentment things we've heard about, but uh, God can provide in so many ways. And there's a piece called Bread of Angels from Psalm 78 where it says that God sent down the bread of heaven. The psalmist is remembering the 40 years in the desert. And God sent down the manna. He sent down bread of heaven, and it says, men ate the bread of angels and then in John 6 it says Jesus is the bread of heaven and it actually quotes Psalm seventy eight twenty five when men ate the bread of angels and um, so just um, reflect on this truth now as I, I share bread of angels.